welcome to another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, mother of dragons, queen of burnout, all the things, <laughs> Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman. And today we are talking about mom guilt. I've talked about it before, but I think it's definitely time to revisit the subject. So what is mom guilt? Does it ever really go away? And how do we deal with it? But before we do that, I need to tell you about an amazing sponsor that we have this week. She is near and dear to my heart. She's the amazing Dr. Dina George. She's been a guest here on the podcast and my partner in crime in some amazing adventures. And she's helped me clarify and amplify my own voice when it comes to marketing, my messaging, and my businesses. And guess what? She can help you too. Because many physicians get stuck when it comes to planning a business, launching a business, even growing your business. We're not taught this stuff. And it's complicated. But this is actually what it can look like. You can have a sense of ease and create your business and marketing that inspires your customer. You can be clear and focused on who you serve and what's possible by working with you. You can help make decisions with confidence, take first steps, next steps, and start again when it feels like you failed. And you can experience fulfillment in your life and business every freaking step of the way. Dina works with physicians to create all of this through her story brand marketing guide, business coaching, and life coaching. So, hey, you can experience it too. You can have all the things, clarity, focus, creativity, confidence, direction, perseverance, and fulfillment. You can create a business you love and that your customers love too. So sign up for a call with her at georgemdcoaching.com. You can talk with her where you're at, where you want to go, and how coaching can help get you there faster. Again, that's georgemdcoaching.com and tell her Aaron sent you over. mom guilt. You got a dose of that? (laughs) I know I cycle through times where I feel like, yes, I am killing it into then the deep despair of mom guilt and then hovering somewhere in between. I was recently talking with a friend and fellow medical colleague who has two small young kids. And she said, I don't know what it is. And I said, have you ever heard of mom guilt? And she's like, yes, this is exactly what's going on. So let me give you my definition of mom guilt. It is the feeling that is it's pervasive. So it's definitely there quite often. And again, I'm speaking from my own experience that either I'm not enough of a parent for my children because of all the things I do or because of the career that I have, that I'm not doing the right things or that the decisions that I am making now are going to royally screw up my kids in the future, and they're probably going to end up with in juvie, or have horrible relationships, or a smattering of other horrible consequences that my brain likes to remind me of. I would love to hear your definition of mom guilt, or if it's something along the same lines as mine. That brings me to the next thought. Using that definition, I can remember having mom guilt even when I was pregnant with my very first one. So I was a uh, family medicine intern, pregnant, having him in the fall of my intern year, thinking about, oh my gosh, probably all the stuff that I'm doing, these late nights, taking call is probably already messing up my unborn child. 
So for me, it started prenatally and has continued through. And, you know, I've noticed that no matter the age of the mom, the age of the woman that I talk with, the age of the children of the moms that I coach with, for me, the question of does mom guilt ever go away, I must say no. I think it changes flavors or maybe changes like the color of my walls every so often. And just as if when our children change and go through different developmental stages, there's different challenges with each one of those. I think mom guilt is like that as well. Now, I could be wrong, and I would love to hear from someone who has totally overcome all of their mom guilt because I want to sit down and have a conversation with you and get all of your your life hacks and all of your details because I personally need more of that in my life. But also, I would love to hear from moms who feel like they have defeated mom guilt, who they have zero, no mom guilt anymore and are living in their motherhood without it. But as a side note, I think the answer to the question, does mom guilt ever go away? I'm going to say no. I think it just changes and it gets different. Because I can say now that my kids are out of diapers and out of the infant, got to wipe your butt stage, the guilt is different than when it was me sobbing in the daycare parking lot, dropping my newborns off early in the morning. Now it sometimes creeps up like not going to the Halloween party or not being at every single soccer game or staying late to uh, finish up some really important work that I'm doing and not making it home for dinner. And so with that being said, and just acknowledging that the guilt may look differently, I want to talk mostly about how we deal with it, how maybe not as a confrontational way of like defeating it or, you know, beating it back or anything. But instead, maybe how do we live peacefully with mom guilt? And so my first thought with this, and if you have listened half a second to the podcast, you know, I say it all the time. So say it with me, self-compassion, going easier on ourselves, reminding ourselves like, hey, Everybody has felt like this. Raise your hand with me if you've ever had mom guilt. Okay, right now, probably at least 3,000 moms are raising their hand. So we are standing in solidarity together. You are not alone if you feel this. Also, reminding yourself like this is a moment of difficulty. It is a moment of suck. It hurts and it is hard. And the thoughts and the feelings that are coming up in our body are not always the most pleasant to deal with. But that's where the self-compassion comes in. What do I need to give myself in this moment? Why is this possibly bubbling up to the surface right now? And what can I take away from it? Instead of shaming yourself, instead of ridiculing yourself, instead of making yourself feel more bad, what are the things that you need to give yourself? And for me, sometimes that's just a text home to check in, see how everybody's doing. Babysitter usually sends me a picture. Everybody's like loving their life, hashtag living their best life. And that can kind of remind me like, okay, that mom guilt was not confounded. The other thing it reminds me when I am not directly at their beck and call and around them 24-7 is reminding myself that I'm allowing other people into their life and they're getting to figure out different types of relationships and accept love and compassion from other people as well. So get you a good dose of self-compassion when the mom guilt creeps in. The next step, so step number two, how to live peacefully with mom guilt is when the guilt pops up in your mind. Ask yourself, is this mine? It's a totally weird question, but hang with me on it, okay? So, so many times the shoulds, the must, we need tos, 
they're not always ours. They've been implanted in our brains by either our own mothers, grandmothers, friends, Pinterest, (laughs) you name it. It's been put in there by an external source. And so when the guilt pops up into your brain, I really want you to ask, like, is this mine or is this an expectation that somebody else has placed on me? Or is this someone else's expectation that I've absorbed osmotically? And if it's someone else's, then give it back. Just remind yourself, I am not my mother. I am not a Pinterest mom. I am not my grandmother. I am not my mother-in-law. I am not my sister. I am not my best friend who stays home with her kids. I am not my part-time friend in her life. And so give that guilt back over. If you identify it and you say like, yeah, it is my guilt, then the next question I would ask you is like, is this a healthy thought? Is this is this really healthy or am I kind of getting a little dysfunctional and pathologic here? Because I don't know about you, but my brain likes to go down crazy road more times than not and worry about, oh my gosh, am I screwing my kids up because I am living my best life and my career because I'm not there every single moment of every single day. And I look at that and remind myself, I'm like, heck no, you know, because I am showing them what it is like to be a high achieving professional in the workplace and show them what it's like to really love the job that you're doing and that you've trained for. So that guilt's definitely confounded. And, and I have to remind myself like, yeah, that's not, that's not a healthy functional thought. All right. Step three and how to live with your guilt peacefully sometimes is to set a boundary for those that are triggering the guilt. Maybe it's time to stop going to lunch with other moms who are always really critical. Maybe it's time to stop visiting your mother-in-law when every time you visit her, she makes a snide comment about the clothes that your kids wear, the snacks that they're eating, the dirty shoes or the backpack. It's okay. It's okay to set some boundaries because I would much rather you set a boundary with your mother-in-law than stab her in the eye with a fork, all right? Because we don't need to do that. (laughs) Or even imagine yourself stabbing her with a fork. It's better just to set a boundary and say, hey, I'm not going over there. I'm not doing that. Or even better, have a conversation with her and say, when you say those kind of comments, it's really hurtful for me and for my mindset. It triggers a lot of mom guilt. And right now, I'm doing the best that I can. Step number four to dealing with your mom guilt peacefully is to remind yourself when someone makes a comment or when something comes up that really triggers the mom guilt that that person, their comments come from their experience and they're all about them. They don't know the life you're living. They only know their perspective. Maybe that mom who's staying home taking care of her six sets of twins or, you know, ungodly amount of children, maybe that wasn't always her life's plan and life you know, through a curveball. Maybe she sees you as a physician, as an alpha female, as a professional, and she's like, damn, I wish I had that. And so maybe her comments that are triggering mom guilt in you are coming from a place of hurt. And so that's what really helps me to see it from another person's perspective and to remind myself, you know what? Everything they say comes from their own experience. I know my family. I know my kids. I know myself. And I'm doing the best that I can. And tip number five, how to deal with mom guilt peacefully is sometimes you just got to make space and not like squeak out like an hour or two to go get your nails and your hair done or to finally go get that massage that you've had a gift certificate for for like the last three years. 
I'm like really encouraging you to take some space. So taking a full day off, not because it's a CME, not because you've got to run kids to the dentist, like taking a day off and being really intentional about that day. You know, the other thing about making space is I talk about this a lot is just being ruthless with your time. You know, it's one of those things that it is a precious resource. And again, I'm going to give you the exercise. Think of the most important things in your life and then look at your calendar. Are those most important things on your calendar? And if they're not, it's time to get ruthless because no is a complete sentence. So let me give you a personal example about this recently. I mentioned in a couple episodes ago, started a new FQHC job, which I absolutely love. I'm still, I've still got second year medical student love for it. But that has really shown that, you know, it's taken a big chunk of my time, my physical energy, my mental and emotional energy. And so it's coming down to being ruthless with my time and instead of like cutting the easy things, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not going to be on PTO. Yeah, I'm not going to serve on this board. Yeah, I'm not coming to those meetings. Those are kind of the easy no's for me now. I had to go in a space of a harder no. And so recently I've stopped taking one-on-one coaching clients and I've actually told people who I've been working with that it's time to start closing down on their sessions because what it's come down to is do I spend more time in the basement working with people I absolutely love doing this work of physician wellness or do I open up that space for my children because I'm not seeing them as much during the week. And it's been it's been hard. I'm not going to lie. And so that ruthlessness has just had to come and say, okay, I'm doing this right now. This is not my forever. I really hope at some point in the future to start opening back up with one-on-ones again in a couple of months after life stabilizes. But for right now, I've got to have the ruthlessness of my time. And so, yeah, I'm picking my kids again. I'm making space for them. I'm making space for Mr. Wiseman as well. And though it feels really good, it's bittersweet because I know there are so many of you who listen to the podcast who have one-on-one coach with me before, and I know how beneficial it is. And it breaks my heart each time I get an email from somebody who's ready now to one-on-one coach. And I have to say, not right now. But what it has been good is for me to open up other possibilities and get super creative and say, okay, I can't be the keeper of all, the doer of all. So who can I move these people to who want one-on-one coaching to all the fabulous physician coaches that are out there? So I've been able to make referrals. The other things it's made me think about too is with not coaching one-on-one, how can I keep reaching people in a meaningful and impactful way? So making this podcast or doing my master classes, you know, one Sunday afternoon a month, those are going to be more important to me because I know I'm going to be reaching you. I'm going to be reaching those people who maybe I used to see one-on-one now in a group setting. So I guess what I'm saying a plug for is I'm right there with you, sister. I'm right there with you with reconfiguring life, dealing with burnout, dealing with mom guilt and just taking the next best step forward. And so that's what I want to encourage you to do. The mom guilt, it's going to change. It's going to look different. It's going to feel different. It's going to rear its ugly head differently. But guess what? You're a different person too, and you can approach it with love, with peace, with self-compassion, rather than beating the shit out of yourself. So hang in there, friends.
aspiring podcasters out there, listen up. If you have always wanted to start a podcast, but you haven't gotten around to it yet, this is your sign. I have made a Podcasting 101 and Podcasting 202 presentation that I want to help you. For a limited time only this fall, you can pick up both of those in a bundle. Check the show notes for the link. In Podcasting 101, you get everything you need to get your podcast off the ground with fun and ease. And in Podcasting 202, you learn how to scale and monetize so that you can grow your podcast reach and even make some dollars. When I started podcasting in 2018 here on Dr. Me First, I had no idea what I was getting myself into or how much I would love doing this podcast. So having a course like this to show me a way would have saved me so much pain and hassle from everything that I went through. And I share that with you so you can get started on the right path. Plus, you get to see the Aaron Wiseman way of things. Let me show you the Coupon Mom easy way to podcast. This won't be around forever, so go check it out and get your podcast out there. Then make sure to email me and let me know when it's launched. I want to listen to you too. But you got to go check out Podcasting 101 and Podcasting 202 to get you started. And before we wrap this up, I got to give one more plug for my friend, the amazing Dr. Dina George. She says, it's tough to be a physician these days. The demands are endless. Sending a thank you for all of you who serve others. For many of us, it doesn't feel like enough. Our beautiful brain likes to show us everything that we didn't get done at the end of the day. But hear this, your work is incredible and it matters. So, If you want more of those kind words from Dina, talk to her today about clarity in your marketing, messaging, and business, whether it's clinical, non-clinical, side hustle, hobby, just a rando idea right now. I know she'd love to talk with you. Go to georgemdcoaching.com. Yep, that's georgemdcoaching.com and tell her Erin sent you her way. And finally, friends, remember your life, your calling, your pulse matters. See you soon.